Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yeah, lots to talk about. Chris Barsby, good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. We've got some great racing coming up this weekend. Later this afternoon over in New Zealand, Steve Auckland, some great talent steps out there. Self-assured, Akuta, unfortunately, major Perry's are scratching from that derby prelude. And that would have just given us a little bit of a guide, Steve, because major Perry was the runner-up, albeit beaten a fair way behind Leap to Fame. But we might have just been able to measure up the form a little bit, but he's come out, so Akuta is expected to dominate that race tonight. Uh, so that's a really good program there. And we've got the Heats of the Bathos Gold Crown later tonight as well. And then we've got Hobart and Melton, Gloucester Park, Reckless. So there's yeah. a lot to look forward to. Chris, tell me what time this Akuta is going around this boom hall so we can all tune in. What time around you know, Eastern Standard Time in New Zealand? Uh, that race is... What uh, race number is it? Uh, he's race seven. Race 7. So it's 7.55. So what's that, 4.55? 4.55, yeah. So 16.55, yeah. $1.22, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's disappointing that Major Perry comes out because it just would have given us a little bit of a guide. So Akuta's going to be very short. He goes up against his very classy stable mate, Franco Indy. But uh, Akuta is expected to win. And as we know now, with this slot race coming up next month over there, Steve, there was the possibility that... Uh, he could have gone into that race because the ownership group did buy a slot, but they've uh, taken their slot with another horse. So obviously they're not prepared to put that three-year-old up against the open-class horses, which is understandable. And uh, we're hoping to see him here in, in Brisbane uh, during July where he'll tackle races like the Queensland Derby and the Rising Sun. So very interesting to see how he goes tonight. This is just the prelude of the Derby. That big final coming up next week. Yeah, that uh, 4.30 self-assured, by the way, Eastern Standard, $1.75. And a horse that we don't talk about a lot, but he's a, he's a real sparring partner, this horse. It's South Coast Arden, Chris, for Brett Mangos. He's 270. He's an outstanding horse, Steve. There's no doubt about it. He's developed. He's been a late-maturing type, two and three. He, he probably, you know, had the, the signs there that he was going to develop. But, uh, you know, last year and now this year, he's returned in excellent form. So he's going to be a major player Tonight, he's going to be a major player for that slot race coming up next month. There was talk about him coming across to uh, contest the Miracle Mile uh, last week. But just with the uh, the issues with COVID and the uh, uh, surrounding areas that we've had issues with COVID, they uh, elected to stay in Auckland. So he'll he'll target that slot race. That's the main target for him. But uh, he, he is a very good horse, South Coast Arden. Ryan Spice is with us, Chris. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. We've got no grand circuit racing. There's no Miracle Mile. We've finally put that. The bed king of swing goes out a winner. But we've still got some really good racing, including this card of racing tomorrow night at Rickliffe. Big program, 11 races. And the best race, without doubt, is the open race, which is race number one. Nine runners over 2,040 metres. How do you break this race down for us? Chris, this looks like a great event to kick off the program. It's a deep race with multiple winning chances. I think from the barrier draws, the advantage is clearly with Tommy Lincoln and a Hoka Chopper. Um, I think they draw to be leader behind leader. We're working with our prices at the moment, but I think anything around 270, 280 for Tommy Lincoln would be a, a reasonable price. I was really happy with his solid return last week. He made good ground in a fast last half. And since arriving in Queensland from New Zealand last winter, he's been four from four when being able to lead. 
Yeah, okay. And Mark Ducks, we had him on air yesterday and he gave a really good push. Uh, given those sectionals that Deus Ex carved out, uh, that's as quick as you're going to run around Redcliffe. There was just that little chance that he wasn't going to run the top four last week, Tommy Lincoln, but uh, he was able to uh, grab fourth, but he's much better drawn. So in front, he's going to prove hard to beat. What about horses like Speeches, Silver, LL Cool J? On paper, they've got tricky draws. Speeches, Silver, six. LL Cool J, nine. Can they get into the race from their draws? I think they're still winning hopes, but the question is who's going to be the one to do the mid-race heavy lifting and put the tempo into the race so a horse like Speech and Silver or Deus Ex can actually get home over the top. So I think if Tommy Lincoln leads and gets a quarter, gets away with a cheap quarter, he'll certainly uh, take no end of beating. Okay, so Tommy Lincoln for you there in that free-for-all, which is race number one tomorrow night at Redcliffe. The, uh, the action starts at 5.40. Where do we find your best bet for the weekend? Chris, for my best, we're going to head down to Melton into race number six. It's the Melton Plate, which is a group two event. Um, I've come up with the Russell Jack runner. Hi, my name is Jeff. Mark Pitt will be driving. This horse is a, a bold front-running type. Um, the key to his chances is being able to, obviously, being able to push on from that sort of awkward wide draw. The horses that are drawn inside him, however, I think are highly likely to take a sit over the 2200. He's got a really neat career record of winning six from 14, and at the middle trip, he's three from eight. He's currently 330 with Tab. I think that's fair value. If he does roll to the top, I think he'll take no end of running down. Okay, so that's tomorrow night, Melton. Race six, the Melton plate. It's a group two feature. Hi, my name is Jeff, which is number five. Currently at 3.30. The favourite is the stable, mate. Boots Electric at 2.50. But he's got to overcome a bad draw. Yeah, he's certainly going to have to do some mid-race work if he wants to get up into the action. Okay, so your best bet, race six, number five. Is there anything in value across the weekend that takes your fancy? You've come up with one down at Menangle, Chris. Race six, number six, where you've been bopping. I think he's a horse we can play on a one-by-four basis. This is for trainer driver James Rattray. He's currently $18 and $4.20 with Tab. This race, he finds himself in the free-for-all. It's over $2,300. Um, he's returned in stellar form this prep uh, where you've been bopping. Two starts ago, he was beaten 7.5 metres in 52.8 over 2,300 behind Cruz Bromack. And then last week on the Miracle Mile card, he was left facing the breeze, beaten 8. 0.7 metres behind Ultra Orlando when they went 50.2. He's really firing this horse. I just would love to see him driven cold early, settle in the running line with cover and come with one run. I think he's a clear winning hope. I think he's definitely over the odds. I've marked him about $11. Okay, so $18 currently with tab fixed price. Where you been, Bob? And that's race six, number six. That's the free-for-all tomorrow night. I notice I need you now is in that race last uh, uh, tomorrow night. Last week you were keen on this mare. She just never, never sort of looked comfortable at any stage, did she? Yeah, no. At one point there, Chris, she paced really awkwardly and, and nearly broke twice in running. Um, yeah, definitely a 
watch and see from now on, see what she can produce here against the big boys. Ryan, can I just ask you a question? We know in the thoroughbreds we often see horses trial like a bomb and they don't produce it on race day. And what I'm getting to is a professional punter, say with this horse that's been spruiked tonight at Bathurst, this Petrarca, it's a dollar twenty-two, and the horse that's been there and done it two from two, the second favourite, Sean Tilly at three thirty. How do you normally approach um, you know, horses that, that have trial while debutantes going into races if you know you're a bit guarded or how, how, how would you deal with that normally? Uh, well, that horse has trialled sensationally, Petrarca. I mean, it was you just you just don't perform better than that in a trial for an unraced horse. Um, the way I'd treat that, Steve, is I can't touch that dollar twenty-two. But if I'm sitting there at jump time and it's around dollar forty, dollar fifty, well, then I'd back it. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, the best bet is high. My name is Jeff, and the value is where you've been bobbing. So, hi, my name is Jeff at Melton, and the Melton Plate, where you've been bobbing, goes around in a race six. He's number six in the free for all. Ryan, as always, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll chat again next week. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Ryan Spice joins. Just a pity that race is on late tonight, Chris, isn't it? Race eight at Bathurst with Petrarca. Yeah. Well, Jared would know all about Petrarca because he's an absolute jet. He's named after Christian Petrarca because the horse, Petrarca, is raised by Danny Zabatanos, who is a, a mad keen Melbourne Demon supporter. So that's where the name originates from. And uh, they're up and about. The D's again by the look of it after Wednesday night. Jared, good morning. Good morning to you both. Well, if the horse goes as good as the footballer, it'll go good. He had a, a block, uh, a blockbuster the other night, and he's favourite for the Brownlow. And well, their favourites well, were favourites anyway to go back to back this year. So they're off to a good start. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go through some of these feature events across the weekend. Like I said, we've got no grand circuit racing this weekend, but still we've got some really good racing, including mm. that Hobart card tomorrow night. But we'll start with Perth tonight, the Governor's Cup at Gloucester Park Race 5, Group 2 event. Papanick is all the rage here at $1.50. Texas Tiger first up, three twenty, And then we're at double figures. So it's all about Papanick here off the inside gate. Look, it is dollar fifty. It's been that mark for two or three days now. It hasn't gone anywhere. There was uh, a little bit of interest to kick things off with here in the veteran uh, number ten, Volton Tin. Fifteen got into ten dollars, but he's nearly back out to where he started. He's back out to fourteen dollars. So, I guess in summing it up, looks like most concede Papanik will probably win. Hasn't moved from a dollar fifty. All right, so Papanik the favourite there. A dollar fifty-two's on. Let's go to Hobart. The Tassie Cup is the feature. It's race seven. This is a stand start, $100,000 up for grabs here, and it looks fairly open. I'm off and gone, three ninety. It's running the favourite. $5 for both Rack'em Up Tiger Pie, Perfect Stride. $6 Riley Major, the local. $7 for Western Sonia Door. $10 Got a Good Reason, and then we're going out to longer odds here. So is there any sort of money trail at this point for the Tassie Cup? It's wide open, isn't it? We've got three dollars ninety. The favourite, uh, I'm off and gone. That's out from three forty. The ones behind it in the market are either as they were or have gone out a little bit. Just going down the page, Western Sonador uh, at seven dollars. Rack 'em up, Tiger Pie four eighty out to five. Riley Major five fifty out to six. Perfect Stride four eighty out to five. And the other back marker there, the shallows, is rough anyway, $41. So I guess the trick with this one, Chris, as is always the case with the standing starts, uh, who leads and, and who's, uh, who's going to come away? Having said that, the top one here, uh, Sunny Sands, uh, there's been some interest there. And the other one, they've, oh, Sunny Sands, 34 into 13. So it's about a, a third of what it was. 
Uh, Rattrays have got this one, so it's in the right hands, isn't it? But it's the only one uh, outside of the favourites that, is, that has attracted any support at a big price. Okay, so number one there at good odds has found support, Sunny Sands. Race number four tomorrow night is the Oaks here. And the favourite, this was Brittany Graham's best bet, Relentless Me. It's a dollar fifty. Always Be A Lady at three ten, eight fifty. Flojo uh, Carvello. And then we're at double the figures. So Relentless Me, a dollar fifty. Well, it's already been a pretty decent move. It opened at one seventy five when the markets went up a couple of days ago. It's into 150. Uh, haven't really found a push for anything else there, so it looks like most concede it'll probably win uh, already into a dollar fifty. Okay, and the Tassie Derby is race number three tomorrow night from Hobart, and we've got equal favourites here. It's only a small field, just the six runners for the Derby. Two thirty each of two here. National News and Haranya, and they're stable mates. Next best, Mickey O four twenty. 850 district attorney and long odds for both he's apples and money's no issue so obviously a tough one for punters to sort out and they're getting no real lead from the stable now well, it got tougher because hot deal uh, is out now it was uh, 240 into 185 uh, obviously a massive deduction here of 38 cents so we basically put up a new market after that national news and horania did open 215 each or two they're out to 230 been a bit of interest there in Mickey O, uh, 440 into 420. However, the one that they did back when Hot Deal was in the field was uh, um, District Attorney. It was uh, 23 into 11. So it's been around about that $8, $8.50 mark since we've had the new field, or well, the favourite out. So whilst it's $8.50, if, you, if you're taking multiples, definitely have a close look at that one because it was the one that was backed when the favourite was in. Okay, interesting derby coming up there, albeit with a small field. Melton have got a big night tomorrow night. A couple of group ones. These are the Vic Fred Platinum Homegrown Classics for the three-year-old trotting uh, Colts and Geldings and the Phillies. We'll start with the Colts and Geldings, which is race number three here, Jared. The favourite is He's a Hammer at 240. Uh, is Phoenix at 320. $5 Sir Eros. 650 Maori muscle, and then we're going out to longer odds. So he's a hammer, drawn the inside, runs favourite. And it's been fairly well found. It opened at 280, it's into 240. Those other two close behind it in the market. Uh, a little drift is subsequent to that, but uh, I can't find anything that they want to be on apart from he's a hammer. Okay, we've got an odds on favourite in the three year old Philly section here. Be my star at $1.85. Illawong Lara J, 370. Uh, $6 for Mum Pays the Bills, nine fifty for both Atigo Dawn and Gardena Ronda. So it's odds on, be my star. Mm, this might be a good race to play in. Now, it's been 175 out to 185 uh, from that ordinary draw. The one that they have backed is the poll marker here, Mum Pays the Bills. I wish he did. Um, 15 into 6. Now, three or four moves uh, to get it from 15 into 6. You've got to respect that. So it's the one there. Uh, number one, Mum pays the bills. Okay. Now, the uh, Melton Plate is race number six. This has always been a good race. A group two feature. Boots Electric, 250. Hi, my name is Jeff, 330. 750, Dennis William. 850, Cherokee Joe. Uh, we just heard from Ryan Spies. He was keen on, hi, my name is Jeff. Where is the money going? Uh, sprinkling for one of the roughies here, number seven, Rick Riley, 41 into 18, uh, but the favourite is the one. Uh, number 11, Boots Electric, 290 into 250. 
Uh, hi, my name is Jeff. Has been around about that three dollars, three dollar thirty mark. Nothing for anything else. So, favourite really solid now. Boots Electric, but uh, again, if you're looking for exotics, I'd be looking to throw in the seven there. Rick Riley, a roughie there, eighteen dollars. Okay, that might be an interesting lead there. Nathan Jack had the option of going to Tasmania tomorrow night as well. Perfect Striders qualified for that Group One, one hundred thousand dollar race. He's elected to stay, and he had the choice between Hi, my name. Hi, my name is Jeff, and Boots Electric. He's opted for okay. Boots Electric, so there might be a little lead there for that runner. Uh, race number seven, this is the Ian Daff Memorial for the Mayors. Odds on favourite here, Rogue Wave at $1.55, $4.60 Enchanted Stride, Better Robin at $6. Been a lot of movement with these prices now. Uh, Rogue Wave, been around about that 155 mark since markets first went up. Uh, the third pick now, better Robin, 488 to 6. But the now second favourite, Enchanted Stride, is definitely the one here, Chris. It opened at 750 in what looks like a pretty good betting race anyway. Uh, well, half its price now, it's into $4.60. So good support for Enchanted Stride to beat that odds on pop rogue wave. Okay, and the last of the features tomorrow night at Melton is the Scotch Notch Memorial, the favourite, always ready, 260 $3 Chinese Whisper. Four twenty Aldebaran Crescent, six dollars Sundon's Courage. I'm tipping this is going to be a good betting race again. Well, it already is. Always ready. Uh, a small drift, uh, two forty out to two sixty in the last twenty four hours. Aldebaran Crescent's getting out as well, out to four twenty. But the one that was crunched as soon as the markets went up was the six Chinese Whispers. It was five dollars. It got into four. Got as short as two ninety overnight. Uh, back out to three dollars this morning. But the damage has already been done at a much bigger price. So it's the one there, number six Chinese Whisper. Okay, got it all wrong there first up last week. Build us a multi, Jared, for the weekend. What are we looking at? We're looking at Melton first. Race three, number one, he's a hammer, uh, currently $2.40. The one I just mentioned, race eight, number six, Chinese Whispers at $3. And at Hobart, race four, number four, Relentless Me, uh, it's short now, $1.50. So they're the three. Uh, the, well, that's my contribution anyway, Chris. Okay, Steve's... Fired up. It's a big weekend. All-star mile golden slipper. He's got to have something. Yeah, I just think that price about Zaki, the place for a multi, is extraordinary. Uh, You can't see him missing a top three. He's $1.65, so 6-2 Zaki, the place in a multi. Beautiful. So he's a hammer. Chinese whispers there tomorrow night at Melton. Relentless me in the Tassie Oaks and Zaki in the all-star mile. That's our multi for the weekend. Jared, as always, really appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy all the footy. And we'll chat again next week. Thank you, Chris. Bye, Steve. See you, Jared. Talked in the morning, Jared Daffy. You can check out all those prices by going online, tab.com.au. Darren Clayton's about to join us now, Steve. Yes, just waiting for him to come online. Yeah, just waiting for him to come online, Chris. I just wanted to mention that Chad Schofield, we're just getting news through, Chris, that he's not riding at Rose Hill tomorrow. He has a back injury, suffered at Hawkesbury yesterday. And his Rose Hill rides, he had four of them, Foxfighter in race two. Samut, uh, which we spoke about already. Um, it, Ray Hickson liked the horse a lot. Uh, in the last, so Samut, race 10. Dallasan in race 7, the rider. And um, OJ, or Ojai, they're calling it, in the golden slipper. So Chad Schofield indisposed. We need to come up with four riders there. Um, re golden slipper day. Darren Clayton's, in fact, with us now, Chris. I just wanted to mention as well uh, tonight, no. Steve, in the South Island mm. at Christchurch Addington tonight, there's a free-for-all for the Trotters. 
It's only a field of six, but this is as good as a field you'll see. Five wise men, Muscle Mountain, heavy, uh, Heavyweight Hero, Matadiros, Midnight Dash, and Sunday Sun. Sunday Sun looking to crack the million-dollar barrier if successful tonight. So that race comes through later this afternoon, 4.17 Queensland time, but that is a... Uh, an outstanding free-for-all trot. So that's as good as you'll see as far as the trotters are concerned. So 4.17 for that race. Let's focus on Rickliffe tomorrow night, 11 races. Darren Clayton, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm really well. I'm really well. This free-for-all, which starts the program tomorrow night, is excellent. We heard from Ryan earlier. He's keen on the chances of Tommy Lincoln. How do you break it down? Yeah, I was sort of turning the other way with LL Cool J, but then I listened to you speak with Mark Ducks yesterday and I probably spun back the other way, back towards Tommy Lincoln, Just uh, and I went back and, and watched his run again last week, his first up run. He was he was sectionally pretty good. There was not much he could do from back there as Deus Ex controlled it. So um, I'm still got a ball, two balls in the air here, I think. Um, I thought LL Cool J probably has the class to win this with the right run into the race. I think Deus Ex being locked away on the fence certainly helps that cause. Um, but Tommy Lincoln, if he should happen to, to pinch a, a quarter there, um, you know, anywhere around the 32nd mark um, in the early stages, well, he's going to prove mighty tough to run down. So I, th- I think those two fight it out. Um, I'll, I'll stick with LL Cool J where I was originally going, but uh, yeah, sort of swinging towards Tommy Lincoln with, with what we've seen and what we've heard and, and what I've gone back and looked at. So he'll be second up Tommy Lincoln. So he'll certainly take further improvement from, from that run tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I thought LL Cool J might just have a little bit more class and maybe just that fitness edge um, to arrive. Okay. It was put to me during the week. There's no standout with our open class ranks here in Queensland with the tab constellations fast approaching. And we saw Turn It Up back in action last week, going to Reckler for the first time. He was able to get the job done. He was very clinical the way he went about it, making full use of his gate speed and his good draw. Is right now, is he our number one ranked free for uh, I don't really know, Chris. Um, it's, I find it. It's been quite some time now where we haven't really had that standout free-for-all performer. And um, I've been a little bit critical of, of Turn It Up previously and just found him, um, I think he's a little bit too one-dimensional and sort of, I guess he only needs to do what he has to do, but he's been able to get away with a lot of races. Like there last week, nothing tested him early. Um, really easy in the first half again. And and I've sort of, um, like I said, I've been critical of him before in that as soon as something gives him a little bit of pressure in the run, um, he seems to struggle to finish it off. And, you know, take nothing away from the horse. He's a he's a champion in his, in his own right in that he's a Group 1 winner. He's um, He's been able to do it, come back from injury, and his record speaks for itself. But I, I don't think we can put him up as the number one seed uh, off what I saw last year, nor off what he was able to produce last week, what that top seed currently is in Queensland, I, I can't answer that either. Um, I thought Star Galleria was pretty good last week, second up. First up, only did what he had to. He drew to, to dominate, and, he, and that he did. Last week, he drew gate nine and had to come from back in the pack. But I think we're just at a stage where... Um, it just it's all dependent on barrier draw and the way some of these races are panning out uh, that with the conditions of the races 
it's throwing up a different horse to draw in close sort of week in week out so that then makes it look like we don't have that dominant horse so um, I'm at a loss to explain who would be the number one seed and and which horse can possibly go on for it so um, I think we need to to just keep watching this space and, and pretty much it's a it's a well-worn cliche I guess in the in the football world and perhaps a little bit in the horse world but we just need to take it week by week to see what pops up. Yeah, well, given the fact, too, that uh, the stars of last year's uh, open-class features, King of Swing copy that, uh, King of Swing now retired copy that, out with injury, it's going to be interesting to see how these uh, open-class features play out during the, the constellations, but we'll get to that in time to come. There's only one early scratching tomorrow night. It's an important one at Rec. Live Rock with Sam comes out of race three. He was said to be a a major player in that race. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow night? What race? Yeah, I thought uh, in race number four, um, Battle of the Uncles here, I thought, um, so Bob's your uncle, I thought he gets conditions to suit here. Really effective along the passing lane. He's got a good record when saved for for that sort of one run. That will give our Uncle Jim the opportunity to lead them up here and I just think with that run that so Bob's drunk was going to get, he can zip past him in the passing lane. So um, he is my best tomorrow night. Race four, number one. So Bob's your uncle. Okay. Is there a value play to be had tomorrow night? I think in race three, Chris, I thought fond memories might just come up at, at an okay price here. Definitely going to need a little bit of luck uh, on her side, but... Um, she just she's in good form. She's her last four starts, two wins, two minors. Hasn't uh, got a win at Redcliffe, which is a bit of concern. But neither do another five of these horses in this race. So um, it's it's one of those races where you got to take it a little bit on trust. I thought Secret Agent Tycoon uh, probably gets his opportunity to bounce back into winning form. He's a bit like Rock with Sam. He gets back into this greater race. But I've got Maywin's Courage leading. And if fond memories can hold the back of Mayo Encourage and get to the passing lane, I think she is a really big chance here. Um, the, the pot I've got on Maywin's Courage in this race, as long as he can get fond memories to the passing lane, he's never been to Redcliffe and he's never won beyond a mile on this race tomorrow night, 2,040 metres. So uh, if he leads, and there's a few caveats here, if he leads and uh, can get fond memories to the passing lane, I think she's a good knockout hope. Okay, so that's race three, number seven. Each way there, fond memories. Throw some numbers at us for the quaddy tomorrow night. Races five, six, seven and eight. Yeah, so in that first league, this is uh, the final of the 58 to 70 series. We saw heats at Marburg and also here at Redcliffe. Um, I've come up with number nine, American Outlaw on top. I think there'll be a lot of speed off the front line here. I really like the way he uh, found the line at Marburg in his heat. He was... Uh, still last with about 250 to go, and he really attacked the line. Major General Jujon, number two. Call me Keith. He's got a shocking gate in gate seven. He draws anywhere bar there. I think I put him on top. And number six, Adam Crocker. He can be lit up. So uh, two, six, seven, and nine. The second leg there is in race number six. I'm pretty keen here on number one, love your work. Um He's only drawn to lead once before in his career, and that was at Albion Park, and he led all the way in a career best 53-4. He's a three-time winner at Redcliffe. I think he's mighty hard to beat in that race. If there's a danger, it probably comes off his back, and that being horse number seven, the general, 
throw in Hemsworth as well. Um, just a little bit disappointed in his last start run. So keen on one, but we'll throw in seven and eight as insurance. Third leg race seven, this mare's race. I think there's a good case here where you could play very, very wide. I've struggled to put one on top here. I've got Blue Ivy on top. Um, gate six, no favours, but she's going really well. Four, Blissful Lily. She'll be fitter from her run last week. She's had three weeks between runs plus. Probably lost a bit of work um, with uh, the flooding that happened out there at Sean Grimsey's place. American Flyer might bob up. Um, not really sure how well she's actually travelling. And number two, Witch Hunt. She might just be a bit of a knockout. So two, four, five, six. That brings us to the last leg. And I thought there's probably a chance here um, in two. Number two. Um, is saving Major Percy really good last week first up charged home pretty good uh, from back in the pack and number five Smooth Cash I was keen on his chances last week he just didn't show any zip when the speed went on maybe if they um, he might be a little bit more one pace than I thought he was and, and getting forward might be his go just uh, just got a pot on number one the Harvey Bay don't think he can lead which puts him in a, in a bit of strife so we'll bring it home with two and five Okay, so those numbers, first leg, 2, 6, 7, and 9, into 1, 7, 8, into 2, 4, 5, and 6, into 2, and 5. That's the quarter for tomorrow night. Darren's best bet comes up in race four. It's number one, so Bob's your uncle. And each way, race three, number seven, fond memories. We can find all this information, the dashboard, through the Racing Queensland website. Yeah, that's all there, and we've got a, a bit of, few extra words on some of those horses there. So Bob's your uncle. I thought Chamonix gets every chance. He'll probably be pretty short, but uh, he'll be hard to beat. And driver to follow tomorrow night, Nathan Dawson seems to have a, a pretty good book of drives there. And he'll be trying to make hay while Pete McMullen's out of the bike for uh, an enforced holiday. Nathan's got secret agent Tycoon, Bob's your uncle, Call Me Keith, uh, Glen Letty Boy, Saving Major Percy, Garland Green, amongst others. And they're all really solid chances in their respective races. Okay, so that's all on the Racing Queensland website. Marburg today, seven races. Speaking of making hay while the sun shines, John McMullen. He's churned out some winners at Marburg in recent weeks. Hasn't he? What? He, he's jumped up the, uh, the the premiership. He, I guess, might be a good case. He'll be They'll be writing up the proposal as we speak, I'd imagine, to, to get more races at Marburg. He doesn't have to travel too far. It's just up the road, and it's he's... It's paying dividends for the uh, for yeah. the team McMullen. They had a few winners there yesterday. They've probably got a good hand today. And with a few more meetings there next week, with um, still no decision set on Albion Park, he's certainly going to uh, to make the most of it. And well done to John, Jeanette and the team. Talia's driving well and, and all, all the team out there at JJ Lodge. So well done yeah. to them. Absolutely. The first of seven today in Marburg, 12.53. And as Darren just outlined, racing again there next Thursday afternoon and next Friday. Darren, appreciate the time. We'll chat again next week. Sounds good, Chris. Thank you.